I guess I'll just start it with a hello. You already push, you push record. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because you didn't tell me what we were going to be talking about this time around. Nah, we still going to go over the same questions we did before. Uh, Are you excited for the podcast to come out? Your thoughts, your expectations? I chose you. Like, how do you, how do you feel being in the driver's seat? How do you feel being in the hot seat? Well, you know, I mean, (laughs) I've never been in the hot seat before where it was just me up close and personal in a conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to even say personal, just at the forefront of the conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, leading the conversation. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely something, a new avenue for me. Um, I have been offered in the past to do different you know, podcasts, be a host on different radio shows. And um, although the opportunity was there, the mind state and the confidence just wasn't there. But, you know, we've been friends for so long. And not to say that the friend aspect is what pushed me into it, but the friend aspect of our relationship as far as knowing that you would never put me in a situation to where I appeared weak. Mm. I think that's um, I think that's important. Absolutely. And then, you know, you've always been one of my biggest motivators, so I trust you. Point blank period. And it's time. It was time. Just like they say, you know, what they say about fear, false expectations appearing real, it's time to get over it. Mm, that's a powerful answer. I think that's what we're going to start off with right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess that could be a a perfect segue for me to jump in and, and let the world know who thinks Greg C is talking to right now. Mm. Uh, government would have to be Colin Adams, but a lot of my friends and family know me as CO. Uh, I'm on all social platforms as Fleeroy underscore Adams. That's Fleeroy, F-L-E-E-R-O-Y underscore Adams, A-D-A-M-S. Facebook, Colin Adams. So I don't even think that I really wanted a dope intro, bro, because I want to just take a moment to kind of thank you, really. This ain't even really about me. I want to thank you for even providing me an opportunity to even be here and and rap it with you and kick it with you and really respect my knowledge on anything that we are just putting out there for the people. You know, you could have went a couple different directions, but you kind of came in my direction. And I want to thank you first and foremost that you even allow me to be here. You know, this this is big for me, but this is even bigger for you. So, thank you for that. You know, people have been telling me to jump into this years ago, but, you know, way before um, the music podcast came about and, you know, some other ventures. But timing is everything, and you got to be ready for the timing. Absolutely. And there has to be a, a, a solid trust between you and your partners, you know, whatever whatever the deal may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be undeniably like you know what i know they wouldn't put me out in this light or i know they'll have my best interest for me so um hearing you say that you know i I already know that 
you know, we're in sync when it comes to this thing. Um, now it's just about execution. And I'm for one, I'm very excited. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 a thousand percent with it. I can't, you know, I can't wait to provide my knowledge, my perspective, and also gain knowledge and perspective. See, a lot of times, you know, we forget too when we are dealing with people in the same field mm-hmm. or in, in, you know that are interested in the same things that we got a lot to learn too. So throughout this whole journey, I'm going to learn a lot from you. I'm going to learn a lot from Crystal. Uh, I'm sure, you know, every, the world is going to get to know who Crystal is as well. So, right. you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get to learn a lot from you guys. So this is, this is going to be, this, this is, this is big, man. This is big. Yes, sir. Big. Yes, sir. Right. Great things ahead. Um, well, getting right into it. Like I said, we were speaking about LeBron, but. Do you think LeBron's impact towards this generation, is he the greatest player? Does his accolades match up? Well, let me start by saying this. And I I need to be completely honest and transparent in what I'm saying about LeBron James for the next couple of minutes. I need to first start saying that early on in his career, I was not a fan. And so I found myself doing and saying a lot of things that went against him. Even though, now I would say, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It at, at, at 2019, right now, where I look at him, he has been the best player in basketball probably for the last 15 years, Mm. 13, 13 to 15 years. And I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Let me preface all of this by saying that my favorite player growing up, who I grew up with, who I feel like gets kind of, kind of slated and kind of put to the back burner on this whole kind of goat conversation of who's the best player of the generation and all that. Who gets to the, put to the back burner is Kobe Bryant. I think, you know, but that's an entire different conversation. Gotcha. Do I think LeBron is the best of this generation? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even with me saying that I wasn't a fan. But when I started to see that, yo, this dude is really, really good. Like, not just in terms of, like, the the the, the physical aspect of the sport. Like, really thinking the game through, mm-hmm. like really thinking the game of basketball through, he's a basketball savant. Like he's really up there in, in in terms of IQ. And there's a lot of guys throughout the NBA history that really like know this game and really are smart about this game. But that dude, he's uh, he's up there. So to to just give you a blanket answer, yes. I would have to say for this generation, because that's what I kind of believe in. And, and, and I'm glad that you kind of asked the question that way mm-hmm. because that kind of lets me know your angle too, that you don't think that there's an ultimate GOAT of all time. Am I correct by that? Yeah, I mean, awesome? again, I, you know, as we go through generation to generation, everybody, you know, coming up, they're going to think different. 
players will match up. Like, you know, um, if I was to ask somebody that would be my father's age, it would be like maybe Magic, maybe Kareem. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, my father my father Before that, all- Wilt, Oscar right. Robertson. My- Right. My father's all-time favorite player who he thinks is the GOAT is Dr. J. Mm. And, you know, Julius Irvin was a bad boy. But do I think he was the greatest player of all time? No. Mm-hmm. I, and and you know what? You know what, bro? I, I think I need to say this, too. Our era, our era, just to kind of throw out there, like, I know you're 36 and I'm coming up on, I'm 31, so I'm coming up on 32. Man, you're coming you up on 37. The, you, put the, you, know, you put the age out there on the first I had to, episode. I, 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 I had to throw it out there. We being, we being super authentic right now. <laughs> I had to throw it out there for the context. Bro. Got you, me, got you. Check, check me out. They're going to learn a lot about me now. Yeah, let me, let, let, me learn, let me throw the direction out there right now. We can kind of go both ways. And, and, and check me out. When I mean what, what I mean by that, in in terms of this whole goat conversation and who we think is and what era did we grow up in? Because we kind of really grew up in the Mike era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we were coming up in that Mike era, right? Most definitely. But but then, like we become adults and go through our adult years, our really adult prime years through the LeBron era. So it's kind of like, yeah, we remember what Mike did for us mm-hmm. and what Mike did for the game and what Mike did for the sport mm-hmm. and what Mike did for, 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 for branding and what Mike has done for business across the, across the board. Yeah. Braun is kind of doing the same thing and he's, he, he's, he's not, he, he's kind of mirroring it, but I think for the time that we're in right now, he's trying to take it up another level. We're talking about a guy that's talking that's about funny. To be the... That's right. funny. That's funny that you say that because my dad, I remember coming up and Kareem was his favorite player. But when mm. he saw the, 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 just the maturation of Michael, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Towards winning all the championships and this, that, and the third, he would like look back and be like, yo, Michael is by right. far the greatest. Like, you know right. what I mean? We taking out the shoes, we taking out the marketing, Gatorade, McDonald's, all that. Aside, just basketball. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yo, that's the greatest player." Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get, I get your, yeah. I get your yeah. analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that's, and that's funny that you said it. Like my dad too. He, he kind of had to. He kind of had to figure it out. Like, whoa, this dude Michael Jordan is the real deal. Like my dad, my my dad is, you know, my dad is a little older, so. He grew up in that Dr. J era. He grew up in that Kareem era, Magic era, all of that. You know, he grew up in that era. But when Michael kind of took over the league, he was like, whoa, this guy's different. What I'm saying now is I'm kind of seeing that difference between, like, I grew up with Mike, and I'm like, whoa, this dude LeBron is different, man. This dude is different. Like he's doing different things, and you know he's in the record books. He's up there at top ten, this top ten, that. He's yeah. up there in the record books. I mean, he has all the accolades in the world. Like you know, we can't really deny. You know, I think what what people are afraid to say is that they don't like how he's able 
to control and I put air quotes around control, mm-hmm. how he's able to control the NBA right now. How he took a stranglehold on controlling a player's destiny that a team and ownership used to have that the player has now taken control over. And he's really been able to maximize that. And I don't think that a lot of people like that. Well put, bro. Well put. You know, and, yeah. and that's 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 really where I'm at with it. You know, yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, I think Michael, you know, Michael and Kobe, they were very demonstrative about wanting to win and, you know, all that kind of thing. But they were very loyal to the organization, mm-hmm. you know. But LeBron is like, yo, if I want to play over here, or if I want to play over there, or if I want to go here and start this, like, I should be able to do that. Yeah. And I shouldn't be looked looked down upon because I do that. Right. And, you know, to, to, to a certain degree, I respect that. Don't get me wrong. I respect loyalty. Mm-hmm. But I also love where we're at right now where, you know, I can compare it to myself. You know, I'm not a professional athlete, but I am in corporate America. I am, you know, working a job. and if another opportunity comes that's better than the one that I am at right now, mm-hmm. I should have that ability to say I am going over here because this is going to put me in a better position than where I'm at right now. So I totally get it from a, you know how these players are doing it, and LeBron really is like trailblazed that shit. I really, I really think it's dope. I really think it's dope. Do you think currently, like events like the Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, All Star Weekend? You know all all the all the attendees that you know comes out for these weekends. Do you think now they're getting over the top? Over the top, I wouldn't say that they are over the top. I just think that they are misman. I think that they are mismanaged. Some of them. I think that first the NBA is nailing All Star Weekend. Let me say that in my personal opinion. Now, you know, everybody has their opinion on the events themselves, you know, the three-point contests, the dunk contests, uh, the, the skills competition, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's really uh, boils down to the dunk contest itself because I think everybody wants that to be the most exciting event for the NBA's right. uh, Saturday night, you know, all-star events. Right. But the day and age that we're in right now, Shooting is at a premium, bro. Like, if you can shoot the ball, you could, at a high level, you could find your way. If, if you really, if you really passionate about playing basketball, you could find your way in the NBA because see, that's at a premium. They love shooting right now. Shooting is huge. And see, so, see how I know how I pose the question. I include the Super Bowl with All Star Weekend and the Pro Bowl, which are actually, um. All in the same month. Right, but I I didn't include, like, uh, the NBA championship, which is actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's on the same level as the Super Bowl. So do you think for entertainment value, it's over the top? Or do you think it's over the top as far as the play? Because even with the Super Bowl, like, okay, so you got your commercial breaks, but now your commercial breaks are million-dollar commercials. You got a halftime show that's however big that budget is. 
you know, you got these weekends where now these cities are flooded with people that probably, you know, never visit that uh, city normally. And all this dollar amount is coming in. Do you think it's solely for the, for the capita or. Oh, this, this, Oh, oh, oh! I mean, yeah. I don't want to. Game play aside, I don't want to take. I don't want to take a quote from this guy because I'm, I'm feeling a little funny about this guy right now. But he he just said these words a few weeks ago. It's a money game. I heard Steve Harvey say that a couple of weeks ago. It's a money game. It is, bro. This yeah. is a money game right now. In terms of what we're talking about right now, these these events that we're talking about. It's really a money game. Come on now. Think about this Super Bowl thing. These halftime things is getting ridiculous, bro. Like, getting ridiculous in terms of who they're choosing to be a part of the halftime show. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, who do we have Who do we have last year? We had Justin Timberlake last year. I'm not, am, I, am, I not, am I not mistaken about that? I think yeah. last year we had Timberlake. Uh, the year before that, was like Beyonce and Bruno Mars, and then the year before that was like Katy Perry and I think like Missy or some shit like that, and then the year before that was Bruno, and then the year before that was like Beyonce. Like yeah, we've had I mean, Beyonce. Not not to you know roughly quote that air quotes because you know Twitter and all that they'll be on you if you got it wrong. So right, Go right. I'm, I'm <laughs> just I'm just roughly yeah I'm just roughly throwing out there that like. In the last, okay, let me say this. In the last eight to ten years, Bruno Mars and Beyonce have done the Super Bowl twice. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. That's a fact. They they can quote me on that. That's a fact. They've done it twice in the last eight to ten years. And so, I'm not saying that they're bad acts. They're awesome acts. I'm just saying that, you know, hip hop is the number one genre in in the country right now. It's almost never been that, bro. Like we 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 can start adding some different acts, some different performances here. Again, love Beyonce, love Bruno Mars, but we can start adding some different things here. You know, last great last great act for me that I was really into, and I was a kid for the Super Bowl was Mike, mm. Mike Jackson, and mm-hmm. that was the early nineties. Mm-hmm. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the front of the TV popcorn with my pops watching a football game but that was mike jackson i'm just saying you know i don't want to discredit everybody else that's done this it's 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 a huge platform again to do the super bowl but you know we can uh we we we, we can add we can add some we can add some you know a different flavor to it especially with hip-hop being the number one genre in the country now like we can add some flavor to it and really and really get this thing going especially you know, recently with with it being in Atlanta, I think that was mismanaged. Am I right or wrong? Where, where, where do you stand on that? Um, definitely mismanaged. I did appreciate it as far as the the you know the big boy in Atlanta. I thought it should have been a theme where it should have been more Atlanta performers. Personally, okay. Um, but to be built up that it was going to be a Maroon Five Travis Scott. Super Bowl and Travis only really performing a verse and a half. That was a letdown for me. Um, always kind of been a fan of Maroon 5, so I, I felt like they did good, but they, you know, they they work with crowds like that. You know, they're used to uh, performances of that nature. But um, 
I was thrown off by the combo. I'm not gonna lie, it didn't it seem it seemed like it was thrown together as opposed to like them cohesively working on something that was gonna be bigger and better. You know, that could have been that could have been big. It could have been Maroon Five, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Yeah. So we're talking about Maroon Five, huge. Right. We're talking about Travis Scott, biggest artist, one of the biggest artists in the country right now, and then Big Boy. Uh, one of the biggest artists from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that could have been a really, a really great show. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think you know, even with the Pro Bowl, even with the Pro Bowl, like you mentioned about the Pro Bowl, I think that they are really trying to figure this thing out with that. I think they're really just. Throwing stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks. I feel They're like really I feel like trying was, to figure this. I feel like it was better when it was in Hawaii. You know, yes, I feel like one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They need like, to go back to that. They need to like, go back um, to that. You know, I'm not saying tackle and and but maybe make it two hand touch. Maybe do a flag. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen. You know, uh, tournaments of flag football and, and, and two-hand touch where it can get really intense. But now, like you said, you got these superstars and they're worrying about getting injuries and they don't blitz and they don't really tackle. And, you know, it's all about – it's hard to get a Yo, good highlight. This is, this, this, is, this is the first this – this is the inaugural episode Yeah, for my brother, right? This right. is the inaugural episode, Let's right? Let's go. But you know, you, you know I'm your brother. You, and you know me. You know how I am. Let's go. For you to even insinuate that we do two-hand touch or flag football in the... In the sand? In the Hawaii sand? In the sand? That's interesting. Hold up. Okay. What that's you interesting. Mean? In the Hawaii I think that's more... Let's I go. In the Waikiki? I think... See, see we're taking away from football, brother. I think we're taking away from football. Nah, I That's think, a I think, dope I think idea. We're, I think we're making that, it interesting just like the NBA think, All-Star. Like, yeah, you know, think, before yeah. it was East and West. Yeah. Now you pick your right. own teams. Now right. you, you right. kind of craft something think, up. Yeah, Let, let's that, get, that, let's that, get think, interesting with the, the football NBA, as well. The, the NBA has nailed it. Flag, flag, flag in the sand. Flag in the sand. It's hard to run in the sand. Flag in the sand, yeah. If flag in the sand you know is saying? interesting. Yeah. Flag in the sand is interesting. I, 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 we need. I need to parking lot that for a minute and think about that. Flag in the sand. Flag in I the like sand. Hashtag like flag in the sand. Flag in the sand. I don't know. <laughs> we, we need, we, we, we need to, uh, we need to put that out there. That might be interesting. I'm just saying. Okay. Because I thought you was talking about two hand touch on the field with professional NFL players. Coming from a diehard Redskins fan, yeah, who, yeah, who, who, the last big hit that we had in the Pro Bowl, God rest his soul, rest in peace, Sean, oh, Taylor. Sean Taylor. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I know <laughs> my brother. With it. <laughs> is not, I'm not. I know he is not about to insinuate we do two hand touch on the field. Okay, but the flag, flag in the cool. but flag in the flag sand. In Sean, the sand. Sean Taylor, rest in peace. Would have got busy. Yeah, he got busy. He got busy. He got busy. He got busy. Yeah, you know he got busy. That was my guy. Yeah, that was my guy. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. That was my guy. But nah, I mean, definitely. like I said, you know, you, uh, I mean, we're cre- we're literally creating on the spot. So I'm just like, I'm thinking like, man, we take it back to Hawaii because Hawaii was never bad anyway. 
as far as exotic location and, and crowd and, and so on and so forth. But now you bring in Orlando and it doesn't get a bigger draw as it was in Hawaii. Yeah, and then guys obviously don't take the game seriously, seriously. at all. They right. out there, they're out there really dogging it. And football is really not a game that you can go out there and dog. And half like, and half ass. Yeah, you know, if you go like, out there, you go, go out there and dog it. You're gonna pull something, you're gonna tear something, you're gonna break something. Something can happen. Right. That's not. But now, but when that. I see people running half speed and not touching nobody, and it's like, oh, I can't blitz, and this, that, and the third, it's like, man. If we had flags, we was in the sand. It's different. It's different. It's it's different. Still a, it's, there's still a level of competition. Yeah. It's just a different level the of speed, competition. The speed now. is different because, like I right, said, you right, got the right. barrier of the sand. So Right, right, right. You know. it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a different level of competition. Yeah. You can still go East uh, NFC versus AFC. I, 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 I think we need to stay there. You know, I don't think I don't think we need to mix it up. Yeah, no, nah, don't mix I it think, up. Right? I think the I think the distinct for a fellow difference... NFC East, uh, you know, right. fan, right. I definitely yeah, yeah, don't mix yeah. it up. Yeah, I think I think the distinct difference between the NFC and the AFC in the Pro Bowl is cool. Right, like I, I'm cool with the 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 NBA. You know, you still do the voting and all that East and West, but then you get two captains and then you just break it down. I'm I, I love that. With, with basketball, but with football, yeah, I, I think we need to, we can still stick with NFC versus AFC. Okay, cool, cool. I, I agree with that. Floyd Mayweather, Gucci, Ti situation. One is the boycott legit. Two, can we hurt them in other ways? And three, is Ti still mad? That the diss song is secretly voicing out how he felt about that encounter in 2014. It's time to start calling him out. Yeah. You can't you can't call him out today, boycott him tomorrow, back wearing them in a month. I mean, I, I think I think this whole that whole the whole question is very loaded. So we Yeah, we, take we, your we, time we, with it. We need we need to unpack. Take your time to unpack. with it. We definitely need we need to unpack a couple of things with because that. I gotta I gotta include Burberry now since they were in the you know in the news not too long ago. Right, right. Um, personally, and this is this is strictly coming from a personal perspective. I uh, I'm not into those brands. That's mm. just me. Mm. I think that they I think that they're nice clothes. They look nice. One hundred percent. I'm not saying that they're ugly clothes. I think that they're very nice clothes. I'm not into those brands. And then you can say, "Oh, I, I can't afford. I can't afford." One hundred percent. I'm not in the position to be buying those kind of clothes. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I don't like them because I can't afford them. That's not the case. Because being in a position where you can buy them. I know myself. I'd go in a different direction. Mm. Let's talk about just, it now. We never, just, yo. You know what? I, I not that you may interrupt you right quick, but I of seen, course I seen a, a, a photo. It was a Throwback Thursday. It was Irv Gotti. He was with um, Dina Y from Rough Riders, and then they were with Suge Knight from mm-hmm. Death Row. And it was like the caption was Death Row, Murder Inc. And Rough Riders, 
and all they had was um remember when collegiate gear was the thing in like the nineties? Like the sweaters yeah, and all course. that? Of course. That's all the sweaters, all, yeah, all the sweaters with the HBC. Right. On them. So they yeah, had they definitely. had they, they had that on, they had the um the flannels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Yeah, of course. So you know, know it, like, back in the day you back see in the big day, was the, no, back it was no it was no high big, brands see, like that. It was right, like you see big so, you see big with the call canal lumberjack right, on, you know? Right. So everything that was showcased was like either independent brands or they were like, you know, um just regular clothing, regular urbanized clothing that, you know, we wear every day. Now mm-hmm. you get to a certain point and it seems like you have to elevate to the 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 chic or the um model s high high fashion brand clothing it's a look bro mm. so it's start it's starting to feel like for me it's just a look to be honest man it's just a look you could you could say what you want man like i i just really feel like it's a look man it's not if you if you buy nice stuff and you take care of your thing, mm-hmm. you can have your things for years, man. For years. The best comment I mean, I've heard in in thus far as as far and, as addressing it. For years. Let me let me tell you. I really want to tell you a story real quick, man, about this, man, because that type of stuff hits home, and I and I'm really like preaching that to my kids now about you know I mean me when my me or my wife buys my son and my daughter something, you know, I, I, I know that accidents happen and things like that, mm-hmm. but I'm always preaching to them, man, when you get something, take care of it, man. Take care of it. You know what I mean? I, I understand, you know, things happen, we, the things are replaceable and stuff like that. I'm not, I would never ask you to lay down and die for any of this stuff. But I'm talking about just the simple discipline of taking care of your belongings. You right. feel what I'm saying? Right, so right, check right. This, so, so, so check this out, right? Back in the day, right? And this is just a quick story, just because this is really, like, heavy on me. Back in the day, right, I was dating this girl, and we leaving from work. We happen to be dating, we happen to be dating at work, man. We leaving from work, right? Mm-hmm. And... and I had on at that time, right? It was probably a few years back. I wasn't married yet. I wasn't with my wife yet. I don't want to give the year off because I, it'd be you'll be able to tell, <laughs> you know, where I was at in my life. So no problem. I don't want to they give they, a year. they listening though, but no yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get a year yeah. as to where I was at. Like, right, but it was years ago, right, and. We were walking down the street, and I had on, I'm not, no lie to you, bro. I had on an Avrex leather, right? Okay. I had on an Avrex leather, but it was the two-tone shit. The arms were leather, but the rest of the jacket was like, was like cotton or whatever you want to call it. Like, just the arms was leather. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a dope jacket, right? Mm -hmm. Never forget, I got this jacket when I was in eighth grade, man, right? Mm Mm-hmm. At the time, eighth grade, I was probably 13 when I got the jacket. At the time, I was like 24. So I've had the jacket over 10 years, right? Mm. I'm walking, right? And walking, I'm walking down the street with my girl. And we're walking hand in hand. And all of a sudden, right, we walk past a group of girls. And I'm not paying any attention. We keep walking. 
all of a sudden, we're like almost walking past this express store. So my girl pulls me into to the express store. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I know and it's like, and she's like, babe, I want to buy you, I want to buy you a new jacket. I want to buy you a new leather jacket. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, thanks, babe. I appreciate that. But, you know, I was a little thrown off, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, she buys the jacket. I throw the jacket on. I put my A-Rex in my bag. And, you know what I mean? We keep it pushing, you know, we keep it pushing home. Maybe a day or so later, right? I don't wear the leather jacket that my girl bought me. I'm still rocking my A-Rex. So she asked me, she's like, you know, why haven't you worn a new leather jacket? I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for another, a, new, a, a new occasion. You know, I'm going to work. I'm just throwing this jacket on. Right. So finally, I, I muster up the courage to ask her, like, you know, what made you buy me that jacket? We had only been dating for, for, for a while. You know, it wasn't, it, it was a pretty new relationship. I asked her, I'm like, what made you buy me that jacket? She says to me, bro, she says, you know, I didn't want to tell you, babe, but when we were walking down the street, I saw them young girls laughing at you because of the Afrex you had on. And something in me just told me that I just wanted to buy you a new jacket. Initially, bro, I wanted to I, I wanted to get upset, right? Right. But at that moment, I understood that. W- what what world we live in. You know what I'm saying? No matter like no matter what what you do with your things or, or, or how you take care of your things, what's in right now is what's in right now. And if you really not on that wave, people are not going to understand. Mm. Bro, bro, I really took care of that jacket so well. The leather wasn't cracking. The leather still shined. It was a nice jacket, right? right. But because of the time that we were in, that wasn't supposed to be worn then. You were supposed to be wearing a leather Balenciaga jacket. Like you were supposed to be wearing something else. Right, right. A leather right. a leather Gucci. You know what I'm saying? You were supposed to be wearing something else. You were not supposed to be wearing a leather A-Rex that you took care of for ten plus years. Right. You wasn't supposed to. So nah, I don't really care about that. I, I don't really care about those brands. And I don't really care about those brands because I know they don't really care about us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They don't really care about us. So I'm not really trying to support them. I know that they that they provide exposure to these rappers and entertainers when they wear those brands. I know that they provide exposure. I get it. One hand wash the other, both wash the face. People take take people take that with you. One hand wash the other both wash their face. So I get it. Talk they're both, they're both in, you know what I'm saying? They're both in business with each other. So I get it. You're going to have to be out there wearing the Gucci brand, wearing the Balenciaga brand, wearing the Burberry brand. No, no shot at Louis Vuitton because nothing has come out about Louis Vuitton, but wearing Louis Vuitton and all of that kind of stuff. Like you're in business with each other. You wear my stuff. It promotes to everybody else. Now everybody else is going to want to pay their money to wear my stuff because the biggest guy in rap or the biggest guy in basketball or the biggest guy in entertainment is wearing it. So, yes, I, we get we, we get how this works. But if you break it down to the bare bone, they don't give a fuck about us. 
they never really cared about us anyway because Ever. the the <laughs> the you know the thing they're seeing is dollar sign that's it and so i threw back at him i said well what about these independent clothing designers that we have you know i i mentioned a, a couple from my hometown and i said um you know i posed a, a post not too long ago and i said you know you rather get my money than my support mm-hmm. so i said well what about what about them because i reached out to a couple and they didn't understand the contents of my my um, post until i actually got on the phone with them and spoke to them and i'm like but if these corporations like the gap and you know, Old Navy and uh, so on and so forth. If they're emailing me um, rebates and uh, special offers and, you know, uh, VIP Mm -hmm. sales and things like that, why can't I get that from the independent clothing designer where I'm trying to develop a relationship so I can support you fully? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because Gucci will do that if you spend enough money. But I'm like, so where's the middleman? Like, do like, kind of like what? What is the? I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But in my in my brain, I'm thinking, would Gucci have done that in the first couple years they came out, as opposed to now? They're not. They're not as new and as small as some of these other friends. Just kind of playing devil's advocate for for a second here. Yeah, I kind, I kind of peep that because I'm not going to let them off the hook either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you what, know, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. I'm going to call you out. Like, if, I, absolutely. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm spending my money with you, I want to feel secure that, you know what, I can spend my money with you again. Right. But, now, my thing is when it comes to that, mm-hmm. I don't have the problem with spending the money if I have it to support you. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have it, I'm still going to support you because I'm still going to push your line of your product and share it out with my people, with who I, who follow me. Right. But my thing is with, with these new age entrepreneurs is the lack of customer service. Right. I am right. hella big on customer service. And if the customer service lacks, you'd never get my business again. Matter of fact, I'd never support you. I won't, I'm not going to trash talk you. Mm-hmm. But what I am going to do, if somebody asks me, I'm going to be honest. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is my experience. And it's been way too many times that I've seen way too many people complain about customer service from our people. Mm. So when it's, it's kind of like you want to support your own, you want to see your people, you want to see your people thrive. But at the same time, your people have to want to thrive and have to want to come together and make sure that I'm providing, not only am I providing you a good product, but I'm providing you a good customer service. And I think to go along with that, I think what a uh, CEO kind of said was pretty, pretty cool too. Is like, well, I don't, I don't wear those brands. So it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind for me. Absolutely. You know, those brands being in uh, the top couture, you know, top high end brands, you know, the Gucci's, the Burberry's, the 
so on and so forth. But these independent brands, we do wear. Right. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if customer service or developing a better relationship with their customers is what they need to do better to improve, let's call these brands out. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Yeah. But back to the whole Gucci and, and the culture appropriation and, you know, from appropriating a culture to disrespecting a culture. Right. You know? I mean, man, it's... You can't tell me that a, a, a multi-billion dollar company had no idea that they were disrespecting a culture, mm. the history of a culture. And I just feel like it's a trend. It's just a trend. You put it out, they see it, the outrage, the exposure, the constant talking, more exposure. Guess what? Traffic is up, business is booming. We put out a public apology. And life goes on to the next. And then we continue business. And we continue business. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Until the next business do it, or they quote unquote slip up again. Right. This time it might not be with the with the black community. It might be with the Asian community, Mm -hmm. the Mexican community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a trend. Mm -hmm. It's a fashion. It's a growing fashion trend among these top brands. They don't care. And just like CO said, I don't wear them brands, so it don't bother me. Yeah. But to see it and to know that your people will still support it, hence the Floyd Mayweathers, you know. Yeah, he's a clown. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. (laughs) Floyd and and, and T.I. with this whole thing, I think those two guys, along with other celebrities in their shoes sometimes forget that the, how big their voice is. Mm. And so even though they just have an opinion and that they are just human beings, the profession that they chose, the profession that they chose and the things that they are putting out there, they have to be mindful of how they say it. You know, like I'm all for Ti putting that, putting that on wax, and and letting and letting him know how he felt. I'm all for that, but I'm. I'll be honest, bro. That was one of the better songs I heard from him in years. And I'm gonna I'm all for that. He just released the album, and I'm like, yeah. I want that Ti. Hundred percent. I'm. I'm. But all is it for petty? Him. I said, no, don't get me wrong. I think that there's a lot of that. It's 50-50. Okay. You know, Tip always lets us know where he stands on social injustice for blacks in in America. He always lets us know where he stands on that. So I think that that was 100% authentic. But I also think that there was a slight angle for the situation that, you know, happened with, you know, his wife and, and, and Floyd a couple of years ago. So I, I think that there's an angle there. Uh, I also think that Floyd has told us who he is a long time ago. 
So how he stands on this shouldn't really bother us. Yeah, like, see, I'm, and that's the only thing I agree with Floyd with with, with um his opinion. I'm like, you know, we it is America at the end of the day. Like what you choose to do, I can disagree with it and be okay because I don't have to do that. He's 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 being consistent. He's being authentic. I don't like anything about it. Mm. Let me be let me be very clear. Right. I don't like anything about it, but he's being consistent. He has told us who he is for a long time. And the fact that we still keep trying to, you know, decode when when these guys just really tell us who they are makes no sense to me. Like they told us who we they told us who they was a long time ago. Let's roll with that. Until they show us something different, you know, I don't I don't know what else to say. Like we could just give our opinion and let's keep it moving. You know? Right, so right. I, I um I'm I'm clear I'm clear on what on, on where Floyd stands, you know, with, with that whole thing. And and I'm, I'm I totally disagree. He's asking about what does three months do? Three months would do a lot. If 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 Gucci doesn't get the black dollar for three months, I, I think that I, I think they'll feel a little bit. I, I'm, I'm sure that's not going to kill the brand, right? But they're going to feel that. They'll feel that. That'll be a little punch in the gut. So why not band together and be able to do that? So you know, do you, again, do you, do you think it's been done though? Do 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 I think what's been done? The 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 boycott in general, like when when we say three no. months, like yeah, I do. Cause no, I, uh, I think I think I, I think that there has been I think that there's been pockets. I think that there has been pockets of people that have done, you know, what they can to not spend with Gucci. But I also think that that they've that they've been purchased so much over the last you know, Gucci's Gucci's brand was good before the influx of of rappers and entertainment and stuff like that, and, and, and pro athletes and all that kind of stuff. They were good before that, so I'm not saying that, that they're keeping that alive. Right. But what I'm saying is that that a lot of money is pumped into them from them. So why not, you know, why not make a stance and do it? But no, to answer your question, bro, no, I don't. I don't think that the boycott has been done at all. Um. Again, my my stance on the whole, you know, publicly showing where I stand on 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 social views and political views, I'm not big on that because you know it's really about action and really not about what you're pumping out there to the public. I but, totally agree, bro. You know, that's just that's just really me. I know we could we could really go off on a whole different tangent with, with, with that. I was so, saying right, yeah. But speaking, you know, still going black. Man, that sounds so powerful when I say it. So, I love it. You know what I, I mean? love like, it, man. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Let it go. I love it. Go. it. This unfiltered. Like, yo, that, you got to That's got to be yeah. a drop. That's got to be a drop right there. Just, I, you got to make that a drop. Just I might have to echo black. that out. Like, yeah. Since like, we speak yo, in black. Yo, since we, since we speak in black. Woo. That's got to be a drop right there. Since we speak in black. That's got to be a drop right there. Yeah, I got to. I'm going to back it up a little bit then. So, since we still speak in black, what is your thoughts on this year's Black History Month as a whole? 2019. 
Can we get a do-over? <laughs> <laughs> I think that we always screw up this month. I'm just being real. I think we always screw up this month by what we promote. The world we live in right now, this is the social media age. Yep. And, and so how we communicate with each other, how we communicate with the world is through those platforms, it's through the internet, it's through, it's, it's, everything is through that right now. And so I think people do a great job with recognizing Black History Month on the surface, just on the surface. Mm -hmm. I think we do a really good job of that. Mm -hmm. But what I think gets, what I think what happens with this month is that we wind up focusing on the bullshit, really. Like we don't, we don't really put enough attention unless you're, unless you're a child, really, you know, uh, unless you're a child. Man, I and, feel like gener generation to generation, though, it's, it's been slipping. You know, I feel like when we were kids, you had to learn about a certain figure every day. Yeah. You know, I feel like yeah. now, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you barely get a figure that's being recognized. Like, you know, I can ask a kid today, they might not even know who Rosa Parks is. That's, and that's, you know. Um, that's on us. That's on us. I, we go to that's media. Us, we bro. used to we used to have TV. You know, my we're TV generation, so you know we used to have on TV every day. It was a commercial. They highlighted or spotlighted a certain person. You know, George Washington Carver, or you know, so on and so forth. And you learned about like you just seen like subliminally it was pumped into us that this is Black History Month. Now. Yeah. It's really just February. Once you get to Valentine's Day, it's President's Day, and then after that, it's March. Yeah. We're, we're losing touch with our sense of self in order to either gain capital or to gain popularity or for attention. All for attention. But, at, you know, you see at what cost, like, you know, our our culture is being sacrificed at that. I mean, not to take away from some of the great things that did happen mm -hmm. during this month. I mean, during the month of February, but I feel like it was a mockery. I do feel like it was it was a mockery. You know, um, what was it? Essence, I believe it was Essence. They honored a whole bunch of different black women. You barely even, you probably wouldn't have even known that if you didn't follow them on social media. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I just didn't see, for me, I didn't see enough. Talking to some of the young people, like my daughter's friend and my little brother, my little brother goes to a prominent school in South Atlanta or South Fulton County. And they didn't even say, they didn't even mention black history month. And he got so fed up that he told my mom, he was going to go to the principal and ask if he could give a lesson on black history month. 
Um, my daughter had no idea who the Black Panthers were. She thought it was a gang. Wow. So they know about the Martins and the Malcolm X's and the and the Rosa Parks, but what they don't know is where they truly came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we came from greatness. Right. We are greatness. Right. You know what I'm saying? It it wasn't it it wasn't lost in translation. It was just they tried to bury it. Mm. I read something where um, <laughs> one of the most prominent, their most prominent uh, first quote unquote first president, and even Abraham Lincoln all agreed to pretty much bury um, the history of Moors because they didn't want black people to find out who they really were. Which were descendants of kings and queens. Absolutely. And the first president of the United States or 13 colonies was actually black. Mm. They didn't want that to be out. See, you know, you, you're going you're gonna to get a lot with this podcast, but we definitely going to teach you too. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we ain't going to just, we ain't going to just tell you the news or the current headlines like these other podcasts. Absolutely. You're going to learn a little something here. <laughs> And and if they don't believe it, honey, I downloaded a book that is in the Smithsonian. You can download it too, mm. Mm. <laughs> and it it tells you everything. We'll, we'll, everything. Like I said, we'll make sure when they uh, start adding us, you know, to to back up all our facts or factual Absolutely. information. Absolutely. Uh, to let you know you off the high seat. That's all I really got for you. Oh, that was it? Okay, cool. Where's the water? Where's the water? Where's the water? (laughs) Yeah, go get that. This is the start of many more. Any any final thoughts with you? Um, I said a lot, so now I'm kind of shook. Okay. (laughs) My brother. My brother. You know. This was a, uh, this this was a pleasure, man. This, this was a pleasure. We're going to have to, uh. We're gonna have to do this and we're gonna have to do this again another time, man. Oh no, nah, we will. We will. I, I can tell by, you know, like you said, the inaugural episode, once we get everything together and, and situated, um, you know, more structure, more topics, more discussions will arrive from this. So I'm just excited and like I said, I'm I'm ready for this ride. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it for the people.